Ahava and blessings. Welcome to this episode of Hold the Shahina. This is a podcast that is being offered to support us in awakening, remembering, activating, integrating the light of our soul, the magic that we hold within. I am your host. My name is Aria. I am a Reiki master, energy, and sound healer, and an ordained Magdalene priestess. And I am your guide as we navigate these energies, and they are quite powerful. This Wednesday, August 30th, was the full moon. And on this Friday, Day of the Goddess, we are still in this portal, in this full moon portal. It is a highly charged energetic portal. The full moon is in the sign of Pisces. It is at seven degrees and seven is the number of the divine feminine is the number of initiation of your auric field of expansion of spiritual awakening. So there is, um, there is a ton of energy of initiation. Add to that, that we have seven planets in retrograde and this moon is conjunct Saturn in Pisces and we have a soup of mega energies happening so before we get started i just kind of want to tune in a little bit with um, a little insight on astrology astrology is the science behind the cyclical movements of the cosmos and while there are some of us that don't particularly believe in astrology um, what is true is that the heavenly bodies affect the earth and us being creatures on this earth we are affected by the heavenly bodies each one of us came down with a natal chart a specific blueprint that we came here to embody and to support us in our mission as these humans on this earth field And I'm going to pause this a second because my phone is going a little crazy. And I'm back. Don't you just hate it when you're beginning something and all of a sudden your notifications are going off? (laughs) So that's just what happened. So my apologies as um, I was temporarily distracted by that. But that kind of segues into all these retrograde energies. So the retrogrades are not something to fear i know there is um there's a lot out there that um, can kind of tell you that these energies would be cautious but there's nothing to fear because these energies are here to support us so whether the planets are moving forward or seemingly backwards it's all here for us and our natal chart as i was speaking about before i got sidetracked our natal charts are the blueprint of our soul they show us what what experiences what challenges what gifts we are born into this life and it's not from a fatalistic standpoint of oh well this is what it is and you know that there's nothing to do about it it's more of an empowering way of looking at it is my perspective and what I teach and what I do my best to embody. The frequencies may be what they are. However, 
We are gifted free will. We have the ability to transcend, to transmute, to alchemize whatever is going on in our natal chart that may or may not be beneficial. So there's nothing fatalistic in this interpretation, in this way of viewing the sky. It's more of viewing the cosmos as an ally, as a energies that amplify the the melange the the beautiful symphony the notes that we chose to embody in this lifetime so pisces is a very deep and mystical sign if you know any pisces and i've been blessed to have a few pisces and pisceans in my life they are wonderful beings. They are magical. They are ethereal. They are very spiritual, highly empathic, very intuitive. They are dreamy. They are, they are truly the dreamers. So Pisces rules the 12th house in astrology. And the 12th house is the house of the subconscious. It is the house of the unseen. It is the house of past lives, of secrets. It is the house of basically all that is beneath spirituality, your higher calling, even repressed aspects of yourself can be, you can tune into whatever frequencies are going on by looking at your 12th house. And what is interesting is that this full moon is happening in the 12th house. And everything that is unseen is basically being stirred up right now. So if there is something that you don't want to look at in your life, you are being brought face to face with it. If there is something you've been hiding, running away from, it's basically front and center in your life. Why? Because we are here to transcend. We are here to evolve. We are here to amplify our light. And the way that we can amplify our light is by transmuting whatever whatever negative patterns and low frequencies we may still be holding on to. So there is a lot of energy of letting go, of releasing, of illuminating. The full moons illuminate. They are a time of fruition. So this full moon is illuminating those parts of ourselves that we are kind of butting heads with, that we are not allowing ourselves to integrate. So for me, what's coming up is, so I set a major intention that I want. I'm birthing a retreat center, a sanctuary in Europe, because in the south of Spain actually is where I want it to be because I really love the frequency of the land there. And I, I just, I, I have this, this magnetic force that is like telling me there. Granted, I love other places. I love Egypt. I love Morocco. I love France. I love Italy. However, it's just, this is what's uh, coming into my field. So for me, I've always been the kind of person that doesn't, uh, how would I say this? I've had bad experiences with roommates and for that has kind of marked in college and that kind of marked me for the rest of my young adulthood where I didn't really want community. I didn't really see other women as sisters because it um, every time I was put face to face with women, 
they would feel incredibly threatened by me. They would feel jealous. They would manipulate. They would make up stories. And it just wasn't a good feeling for me. Like I didn't want that frequency in my life. And I didn't understand why it was there because I didn't look at other women as competition. I didn't see them as um, a, a source of jealousy or a source of animosity. That wasn't my frequency. But something in me triggered these women. And I kind of went through a period where I dimmed my light so that I could make others feel comfortable around me. And that's not a good way to be. So that that was kind of my 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 first dealings with community, with being around other people in close quarters. So this whole idea of I want to birth a community and a retreat center where people are coming in for healing and for energy work and for sound, that was kind of like, well, I'm going to have people in my home. <laughs> I'm going to have people on my property. So I worked through that. It took me some years and a lot of just really delving into myself and transmuting my own alchemy, my own stuff. And then I came into true sisterhood with some beautiful beings. And some of, some of those relationships didn't really work out, but it seems like that was a phase. And now I'm coming into a new evolution of sisterhood and of creating this community. And I was like, no, I can do this. Because I, I've gotten to a place where I truly am at a point where I am doing my best to be neutral, to not be judgmental, to accept and have infinite compassion and hold people in grace and in kindness, even when they're not, not always expressing their infinite light. And it doesn't mean that I allow people to walk all over me, don't get this twisted, but it does mean that I'm able to see and perceive more clearly what is going on and use my own wisdom and discernment to take the appropriate action. So I set this intention and we're coming into this Pisces full moon and I'm like, and I'm going into a retreat, um, a Magdalene retreat in the south of Spain and then in France. So it's, it's a magical time for me. I'm super excited to be going on these spiritual journeys and to be deepening my own practices and deepening my own self in order to be able to hold space in the way that I envision for myself and my community. So I rent uh, an Airbnb in the south of Spain. At first I'm like, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe one of my friends will want to join me. Um, then it's like, well, I, I'm fine if it's just me. Now, granted, I love space. So if it's like a whole three-bedroom house just for me, I'm good because I can be a little bit of a hermit. This is the cancer in me. Um, and so then it's like um, one of the young ladies um, reaches out to me. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, yeah, this is what it is. Yeah, you can stay in one of the rooms. So I'm like, okay, cool. So now there's two of us. I'm like, I can handle this. I can do this. And it doesn't still, it's still not dawning on me that this is the universe setting me up for what I am calling in. And this is like a trial run. And then all of a sudden the gal reaches out. She's like, well, these two people, um, they're also looking for a place and we have an extra room. You know, what do you think? And I said to her, I'm like, well, let me check with the Airbnb lady. And I did. 
and it was cool. She was fine with um, adding more people. So I reach out to um, those two other friends and I'm like, hey, you know, so we have an extra room if you want. And it turns out it works out. And it just kind of hit me today, this morning while I'm doing my two and a half mile walk with my Huskies. I was like, oh my God, this is what I'm calling in. This is, this is like a smaller version of what I am calling in. I am calling in a huge property with space, with land, with trees, with water, with all the things and people coming in and like staying there and doing retreats there. And then, you know, they come in and they come out and like community, I'm calling this in and this is a microcosm that I'm being shown of what can be created. Because at first I was beginning to think, I'm like, oh, well, what if we all don't get along? What if, you know, blah, 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 you know, because we're human. And when the ego kicks in, that's when all the trouble happens. That's when the monkey mind starts working. So this is really a way of showing through my experience how whenever we set an intention, the universe mirrors that and then shows us, hey, this is what you can have. Now is, are we willing to step into our power? Are we step willing to let go of the ego mind and trust that the divine is working for us? And Pisces is all about that communion, that union with the divine, that melting into the oneness, that seeing yourself in the other. And I was super excited this morning because I'm like, oh my God, this it's happening. It's happening. And my beloved was just looking at me. He's like, how did you just like, you don't like getting up in the morning. You definitely don't like working out or doing strenuous exercise or walking because I don't like, I, I, I think I definitely must've been, I'm not sure what I was in a past lifetime, but I definitely am not into sweating. Um, he's like, how did your face just light up? And I was like, well, um, might be that I'm talking about Spain and what, what is, I'm seeing a small version of what I want to birth on a bigger scale is what I'm thinking. But I didn't tell him that because I figured I'm like, he might think I'm really nuts. Um, not saying that he probably doesn't already. <laughs> um, but this is, this is the magic of working with energy, understanding your own frequency and understanding the frequency that you're working within because we are all working within the framework of the cosmic soup, the collective consciousness that is God, goddess, the divine, Allah, whatever we call this frequency, we're all one. And when we can tune in, align with our heart, allow our soul to guide us, allow the universe to show us, Hey, this is the path. This is the path. Stay on it listen and and perceive with your true sight your what it is that is being revealed to you then the magic unfolds so there is i keep saying magic and that's really what this full moon is this is a magical opportunity for us to step into our power for us to deconstruct the false sense of identity that we've 
come up with with in our brains to see beyond the illusion and the veils of separation that we have been taught is our nature we've been taught we're all disconnected we're not one with the earth we're not one with one another and this is why people have wars and blow each other up and all this kind of nonsense is going on in the world because we have disconnected ourselves from source from god goddess we have disconnected ourselves from the mother earth we've disconnected ourselves from each other so this is a powerful time. Mercury is in reggaeton, like I like to say. Um, it's retrograde in the sign of Virgo, which is a very highly analytical mind. So it's the sign of your health, your body, your well-being, your daily habits, your service. So we're ask, being asked with this Mercury retrograde to slow the hell down and really align with our mission, align with our purpose, align with what our soul came here to embody. The moon conjunct Pisces, sorry, the moon conjunct Saturn in Pisces. Saturn is the taskmaster. Saturn is the sign, it's the planet that brings you face to face with what it is that you need to be doing in order to fulfill your soul contract. Saturn is the one that will force divorces separations breakups um either either put you to basically to put you on your path if you are not on your path now saturn is definitely much more benevolent and is a planet of good fortune because if we are good boys and girls and are fulfilling our soul mission saturn gifts us with abundance and expansion so it's a it's a energy to work with to really bring the frequencies of manifestation and Pisces rules the feet, the lymphatic system, the waters of creation. Pisces is that frequency of the two fish, the frequency of cosmic divine union of the waters of creation and really aligning with what it is that we are creating. Are we creating our heaven on earth our makutao are we bringing it down are we embodying our power are we embodying our gifts are we using our gifts to be of service to truly get out of the ego mind and allow our soul to serve that is the question so this there's so the retrogrades are powerful so the retrogrades um saturn is retrograde 12th house the moon is in the 12th house, Neptune is retrograde, and Pisces in the 12th house. So Neptune is the ruler of Pisces. And Neptune is, is a highly intuitive um, planet. It is a planet uh, of basically also of illusions and delusions and tearing away that. So Pisces is, so there's a lot, a lot that is unseen that is now being seen. It is, it is being seen and shown to us for our highest good because Saturn wants to align us with our soul's purpose. So all of this is coming up. Pluto is retrograde in Capricorn. So all of that in the 10th house. So that is about profession, status, career, public and social standing, the public image, the societal structures. And we're seeing those in a sense being torn down because what we have created or what has been created with our energy because remember 
many of us haven't been in our power. So we've basically been, I hate the word misusing, but in essence, we've been misusing our energy because we haven't been sovereign. We haven't been, we've basically been giving our power away to everything and everyone outside of us. The problem is always the other person. The problem is the institution. The problem is that person. The problem is the earth. The problem is, the problem is always outside of you as opposed to seeing the external as a mirror image of what's going on in our world. So right now is the time to reclaim our power. It is the time to elevate our consciousness and to realize, pay attention to what you're focusing your attention to. Because are we placing importance on something that is real, tangible, and aligning us with our highest good? Or are we fucking off, basically? Are we paying attention to the illusions that social media, that society, that the government, or whoever, or whatever, because we're no longer calling them elites, but whatever reptilian forces want to control, dominate, subjugate, manipulate, blah, 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 are we giving that power? Or are we standing in our power and recognizing our own innate ability to consciously co-create, manifest, and bring down the life, the experiences, the desires that are within our soul? Are we manifesting what our soul came here to deliver? The gifts that only we can share or are we basically paying attention to whatever the fucking Kardashians are doing and ignoring what truly matters? What truly matters is not the illusions and delusions of whatever you see on social media or in the media or, or in the newspapers or in the government or society. The real tangible reality is what is in front of you. What are you creating from your heart? What are you bringing forth through your words, through your actions? Are you reclaiming your power? Are you choosing? Because this is a choice. No one's going to drag you if you don't want to ascend. <laughs> it's, I mean, I, some of us, I, I definitely went through a period where I was like, no, you have to wake up. You have to, you know, we have to be on this path of really developing ourselves and evolving and expanding. Nah, <laughs> not everyone signed up for that. And we have to be okay with it because someone else is wanting to stay in 3D in the mundane world. Good for them. Maybe they, they chose this lifetime to take a nap. <laughs> Last lifetime, they just did too much. And they're like, nope, I'm going to sleep. I'm good. And they sleep. And that's okay. We need to shine our light so that the people, the, our tribe, feels inspired, feels encouraged, feels magnetic, feels like they too can shine. Because this is what we are here to show one another. We are here to light the fires in the souls of those who are already awakened, already in that process of ascension, of awakening. We are here to transcend. We are here to, to see beyond the veil of illusion 
that has been pulled over our eyes for the last several hundreds, maybe thousands of years. We are creatures in human form that are divine. That is our soul. Our soul's blueprint is that of divinity. Are we embodying our own divine essence, our own divine mission? So Chiron is retrograde in Aries, the first house. The first house has to do with the body, with our sense of perception, our self-image, the way that we view ourselves. Chiron is the centaur, the wounded centaur, the healer. So we are being asked to heal the way that we perceive ourselves. Are we perceiving ourselves through a limited lens, through a lens of, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I, I'm, I never have enough. Are we perceiving ourselves through that veil and the lens of separation? Or are we perceiving our infinite potential? Are we perceiving the truth of our soul, the truth of who we came here to be? What else is going on in the planet? So Uranus, the great awakener, the awakener of sexual energy, the transformer, the rebel, is retrograde in Taurus in the second house. So that is our resources, our money, our, what else? Uh, everything that has to do with our money and our values, our possessions, the way that we place and assign value to other things, our resources, our gifts. So Uranus is there looking to shake us up and awaken us to what are we truly valuing? And is this really worth us placing value on astrology is so cool venus is retrograde in leo fifth house the fifth house has to do with creativity self-expression where we share our light so leo all about shining all about sharing ourselves with the world venus the planet of love beauty abundance fertility creation creativity what are we using our energy for? Are we using our energy wisely? Are we using our energy to move ourselves in the direction of our highest good, of alignment with our soul, of alignment with the divine? And alignment with the divine is alignment with our soul. When we are in this divine communion, divine union with Allah, we are in divine union with our soul. What else? Okay. So Jupiter is going to go retrograde in, on September 4th in the first house. So again, the expansion of our sense of self, our ability to see ourselves. Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Uh, sixth house, Mercury is retrograde in the sixth house, and that's the house of work and service. So there is a ton of energy. There's a ton of energy that is here to support us in alchemizing, transmuting, transcending the status quo, in feeling empowered and aligned and activated and in, in union with the divine, with the earth, with our soul. There is healing. There is a lot of healing that is being birthed. There is healing because look, the Piscean energy is that healer on the etheric realms in the spiritual realm. And Virgo is the healing of the body. So we are 
we are basically being asked to fine tune our frequency, our vibration, so that our body can hold more light. Our body can heal whatever stuff is going on within and truly align with our mission, our soul, our purpose, and that is the healing of the spirit. Healing our connection to the divine, which has been distorted and abused in many ways, and our sense of wholeness. It's rare unless you're doing a lot of work and even if you're doing a lot of inner deep spiritual work there are times when we don't feel our oneness there are times when we don't feel our sovereignty our power our ability our there are times when we don't see the beauty in life because we have been veiled and we have been taught that that's not our truth that we are separate but we are creatures that were, we are social beings. We are here to be in communion with one another. We are here to learn from one another. We are here to guide one another. We are here to share our gifts and to allow these to expand forth. So where, where are we looking? Are we going deep? Are we going within? Because remember, all of these retrogrades, we have Mercury, wisdom, intellect, the mind, Neptune, intuition, psychic abilities, our ability to see beyond what is in front of us, Saturn, that is our soul mission, our soul contract, what are we here to do? Pluto, power, sex, the structures, Transformation, death and rebirth, retrograde in Capricorn, Chiron, the wounded healer, Uranus, the great awakener, Venus, planet of love, beauty, abundance, Jupiter, planet of abundance and expansion. So there's a ton of energy here to basically slow us down. And this is what retrogrades do. Retrogrades are time to slow down, to reassess, to realign, to reawaken, to re- retool, rework, whatever is in our lives. So whatever is coming up now, excuse me, I'm going to take a sip of tea. <clears throat> whatever is coming up and showing up for us during this full moon in Pisces is showing us what we need to heal, what we need to transcend, what we need to evolve. And full moons are a highly emotionally volatile time. And I think I've been experiencing this, experiencing this in my relationships because it's like somehow like it's hard to communicate. I don't know if you've had this experience, but there's, there's, it's very easy right now to misunderstand one another, particularly your loved ones, the people that are closest to you. It's very easy to misunderstand them and misconstrue what they're saying because the planets are not functioning the way they usually do. They are, they are really making us listen. Listen. Slow down. Listen. Do not make assumptions of what the other person is saying or meaning or reading into their words from your own place of trauma. This is not what we're here to do. It's what we normally do because some of us 
and me, myself included, me, myself, and I, yes, we've been conditioned to, to do that, to read into other people's words and to make assumptions based on our own traumas. That's not, that's not fair to the other person. That person has their whole other world that they are expressing. And here we are putting our stuff on them. Not fair, huh? So take this time to really listen. Listen to your own internal guidance. Align with the highest frequencies of unconditional love, light, healing. Align with your spirit guides. Align with the highest good. Align with the highest timeline. And whenever we're interacting with one another, do so from a place of embodied grace, of compassion, of love, of understanding that each being is a product of their own, their own environment, their own frequency, their own traumas, karmas, gifts, all of it. Now, some of them may be acting from the lower frequencies. Some of them may be acting from the higher frequencies. None of it has anything to do with you. It's all them. And the only thing that we have control over is how we respond how we maintain our frequency, how we maintain our resonance, how we choose, if you are choosing this path, how we choose to align and purify ourselves, our own stuff, our own traumas, our own karmas, how we choose to release them with grace, with love, with ease. This is, this is the, the task at hand. Allowing the moon to illuminate what it is that is unseen, what it is that we have been running from and hiding from, and allowing ourselves to feel our emotions. You may have past pain coming up. You may have past stuff, relationships coming back that you need to come to terms with. And it doesn't mean we go backwards. It doesn't mean we allow ourselves to be mistreated and abused and used. No, it means we stand in our power. We honor ourselves. We honor ourselves as the conscious co-creators of our, our experience. We have the ability and the tools within to, to redirect the course of our lives to redefine ourselves and to heal ourselves. We have the ability. Healing is an activation. And yes, you can go to an energy healer. You can come to me, but I don't heal you. I awaken the ability within you to see and look at certain things. I hold the container and this is what healers, well, good healers, healers that are on their mission and alignment, they hold a container for you to experience whatever it is right now in this moment that is most conducive and needed for your evolution, for your growth. And we awaken that ability within you. We activate it. We allow you the space to integrate and to clear out the stuff. And this is what, what we do. This is what we do for one another. We hold the space 
for one another with love, with compassion, with grace. And show each other the beauty that exists within each and every one of us. And that's kind of what Pisces gets accused of. Pisces kind of gets accused of looking at the world with rose-colored glasses. Everything is dreamy, everything is peachy, everything is love, light, unicorns, butterflies, rainbows, and all the good stuff. Um, and yes, <laughs> there, there are aspects that are like that. However, there's also the shadow and our shadow is there to be loved. It's there to show us the gifts that we are missing out on because we're ignoring our shadow and refusing to do the work to transmute and alchemize those frequencies. We are here to become the masters of energy. That is, we are here to manipulate energy. I don't like the word manipulate, but kind of seems like the only word I have. We are here to allow ourselves to transmute, alchemize, and transform energy. So, because energy cannot be destroyed. It can only be transmuted. So, by avoiding our emotions, not feeling ourselves, or not, not allowing ourselves to see the truth of our actions, because some of us have basically been living lives where we're completely out of alignment, completely unhappy, but you know, no one in our, my family gets divorced. No one in my family, you know, does this or that or whatever. So we don't do it. We don't honor the authentic expression of our soul because that is not to be done. We're supposed to be, you know, supposedly happily married or happily, a happy family, even though you're not. So this lunation is really bringing up all the stuff, all the gunk, all the mud that needs to be transformed. And we're being forced to look at ourselves. Like, are we living authentically? Are we expressing our light? Are we being of service? Are we using our gifts to be of service? Or are we basically just squandering our energy and creating more illusion and more falsehoods in our lives, refusing to see the truth that is plainly evident in front of our eyes. And some people will choose that, and that's okay. But we have to hold the light for those that are looking to see, looking to perceive, seeking out the truth the truth of who we came here to be, the truth of embodying our soul essence here on earth, here on this plane, the truth of why we are going through this ascension process. We are elevating. We are, humanity is elevating. So is the earth. You can either choose to hop aboard that train or not. And that's either way, we're good. Because what was that? The, the, the prophecy of the 144,000? All it takes is a handful of us. A handful of us who are awakened, aligning with our light, aligning with our mission, aligning with our purpose, leading with our heart and our soul, allowing our soul to speak 
and breathe and express through us and awakening that in those that are ready, that are ready, willing, and able and supporting one another through this process because it is not an easy journey. It is not easy, but we are in this together. We are in this as a community. We are in this to to bring down that fifth dimensional light grid. Actually, the light grid is already here. We're here to anchor those higher frequencies on earth. And we anchor them by vibrating and resonating at that frequency. And we do that by letting go of what is no longer in alignment. Letting go of those layers, those false illusions, those delusions that we have been taught are our truth. We let them go. So this full moon, I encourage you to take it slow, to really use this time to align with your soul. Use this time to meditate. Use this time to go out in nature. Use this time to moon bathe, sun gaze, all the things. Whatever speaks to your soul is what you should be doing. And every, every desire within you that is not, that is authentic, is a desire that is going to bring you in greater alignment to your soul and to the fullest expression of the cosmic truth, the divine essence. And remember, the divine frequencies are frequencies of unconditional love. They are not frequencies. This is not a frequency where we seek to subjugate, dominate, manipulate, lie, cheat, steal, coerce, force other people, anyone, or any of those lower frequencies, guilt, shame, all of it. This isn't a frequency of bringing those onto another being. Fuck that. That's 3D paradigm. That's the reptilian shit. We're evolving beyond that. We've evolved beyond that. We're already beyond that. We're just shining our light. We're just sharing our gifts. And we are loving one another through this process of ascension. We are loving each other. We are holding each other in grace. We are sending healing. We are sending the frequencies of unconditional love to the earth. to humanity, to Adama, to all of the light workers and the star seeds. We are sending these frequencies of unconditional love to all of you. And that, yes, so that, that, that bit was just my Pleiadian guides. They're like, hey, we're here. This is for you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> And it's, it's so funny. It's like, I just feel that energy straight through me. Okay. So you are loved, you are held, you are safe, you are protected. And we are all in this beautiful journey of ascension together. So I thank you for listening and enjoy this frequency. Enjoy this time to really allow yourself to see clearly and to feel and to align with your soul and your heart. Ahava. Have a beautiful rest of your day and 
remember you can always tune into these frequencies it's um i know that i this has to do with the full moon in pisces that happened on august 30th but these are frequencies that we tune in and we receive whenever we are ready to receive them same thing with the sound healing that is coming up after this this whenever you need it is when you will be called to either receive it or return to it so thank you so much really appreciate you sending you all the love many blessings beloveds ahava